0: Mm because if you're totally motivated, super excited about the company, you're gonna do whatever you can to make it successful.
1: Welcome to JMPS. You're here today because you want to learn, you want to be inspired, and you want to feel empowered. What better way to do so than to get first-hand insights from professionals who once sat in your seats and stood in your shoes. Today's guest is an individual with over eight years of HR experience. She worked in both Montreal and Toronto. From working in startups to international giants like LinkedIn, she works primarily in employee experience and culture management. She brings humor and real world context to individuals looking to stand out on their resumes, and she is currently a career advisor at JMSB. Throughout her career, she has obtained numerous certifications and awards, such as the LinkedIn Certified Recruiter, Conscious Business Certificate, and Transformational Award while working at LinkedIn. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you a cultural leader, career advisor, and wine enthusiast, Maya Toussaint. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on the podcast. So we'll jump right into the questions. So throughout your career, you've worked in several different HR management positions from working at ABB and LinkedIn to now working for CMS. So what attracted you to pursue this field of work? Um, I I did fall into it by
0: accident. Um, I have a journalism degree from Concordia, actually. Um, And I was doing, uh, you know, articles for the Gazette very very poorly and uh, (laughs) while I was working part-time at IKEA I got a call from a recruitment agency saying they wanted me to come in for an interview and I didn't know what a recruitment agency was Uh, when you look at recruitment agency websites they're pretty vague and they seem Mm -hmm. very corporate and long story short I didn't know what I was interviewing for and I got the job and I liked the idea of having my own office Mm -hmm. uh, wearing a suit to work (laughs) um, and I just, just graduated so I said yes and oh, I, so you were working for them. I was working for them, exactly, okay. at the recruitment agency as a recruiter. So I didn't, okay. exactly, I wasn't sure sometimes... if they were interviewing me for a job somewhere else. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was to be a recruiter for them. Uh, they basically were looking for customer service experience, which I had. Mm-hmm. And I ended up falling in love with it. I think I'm a really good um, judge of character in, in a quick amount of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you kind of start out in a recruitment agency... A lot of uh, colleagues or, or friends that I that I have, we've all either been recruiters or are recruiters. And it's pretty easy to then get different jobs. I knew I wanted to work on the corporate side, so mm-hmm. not in an agency. And then from there to ABB, like you mentioned. And then it just kind of blossomed into uh, making, I guess, a name for myself in Montreal as a, as mm-hmm. a, a great recruiter. And I was okay. uh, one of the people who was using LinkedIn way, way early. <laughs> like, okay. uh, there are like 610 million people on LinkedIn and I was a member like 3 million. So just oh, to get, wow. I was, like old school, old school LinkedIn. <laughs> so I was able to kind of use that. and then But the whole point was about working with people, talking to people, mm-hmm. which that little aspect of journalism
1: has been able to creep yeah. into my jobs now. I'm imagining it's something you really appreciate. Like it's a daily part of your job, speaking to people. Exactly, exactly. I don't think I
0: would do well you know, working from home uh, Mm -hmm. full time or uh, just dealing with maybe just data. Like I need Mm -hmm. to be able to talk to people and understand what they want to do. So
1: you're like more extroverted? Yeah, I I
0: definitely would say so. My friends
1: would say that as well. (laughs) Okay. So as you mentioned, you're a good judge of character in a short amount of time. So when you are interviewing a potential candidate for a position, what are some of the characteristics that you look for and also how do you ensure the perfect fit like how do you judge someone and see if they would be the, per- the best fit for a certain job hmm. um, so
0: admittedly i'm not so i'm not recruiting anymore but i'm that step before students go to interviews and for okay. the last 9 years of doing recruitment what i would look for is kind of the motivation why is someone Mm -hmm. sitting here? Are they actually interested in the job? Is it for a step in the door, which is okay? Or is it like they just need they just need any job. Mm -hmm. Um, So I try to quickly assess their interest or passion in the job, which a lot of the time amounts to being more valuable than the actual skills you'll bring. Mm Because if you're totally motivated, super excited about the company, you're going to do whatever you can to make it successful. So the quick judgment is usually just around general personality. Um, always being mindful or careful that even if you're not my type of person, because let's mm-hmm. be real, I can't like everybody mm-hmm. that I meet, would you Would you be a good fit to mm-hmm. the team? Would you get along with your colleagues? Will you bring or add value? So um, the things to look for is, is like kind of an honesty that comes through. If people mm-hmm. seem like they're a little... Nervous but for something other than the fact that they're at an interview. That's always Mm. kind of a red flag.
1: Yeah, definitely Yeah, so right now you currently help students prepare for interviews. Yeah, so as a career advisor
0: here It's around um, everything related to career readiness. So um, The career advisors here and at CMS or Career Management Services, we help John Molson School of Business students with um, Being ready for jobs, so you'd come Mm -hmm. in maybe we'd do a mock interview uh, maybe I'd look over your CV, give you some tips on what you could fix. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of us have different backgrounds but relevant backgrounds mm-hmm. um, and we're split up by um, by programs. so you know I'd work with marketing students, supply okay. chain, business technology management, um, and just helping them like, okay, did you know that we have this uh, career event next week that's specific
2: mm-hmm. specific
0: to marketing, et cetera, etc. Okay. Et um so I'm not recruiting per se, but I still act like a recruiter when I'm here Mm -hmm. because I've done it for so long and I give the students my honest opinion on whether I'd hire them or not Okay. because I think it's, you know, who best to hear it from than me because it's kind of like a, it's a safe space and Mm -hmm. it's a place where you can, we can fail together, but let's get you ready for the actual interview. And it kind
1: of like, gives them a a little prep right before especially in
0: the mock interview exactly the -hmm. the mock interviews are fun because I'm I am in real Maya recruitment mode okay they are like oh wait what did you did you I'm like we're in are you asking me as Maya the recruiter (laughs) like we're sticking (laughs) to our characters yeah
1: yeah have you had instances where people are like wait wait this is not a part of it like I just want to have a question to ask you on the side it happened
0: once like nope (laughs) <laughs> I'm like this is the interview. <laughs> because yeah. that you won't be able to do that it's in true. the interview. You can't take a break from, from real life. Exactly. We can talk about whatever you want before and after the mock interview, but during you gotta you gotta stay focused. You gotta
1: stay in in, in, uh, in character. In character, exactly. <laughs>
2: exactly. In your experience, what do you think students do that make them really struggle or feel that anxiety when they're in interviews? Mm,
0: I think that unfortunately a lot of students don't realize that the, the, the little experience that they have is actually pretty relevant or quite valuable. So mm-hmm. um, they'll omit you know, certain customer service or sales jobs from their CV or when they're answering a question. If I'm asking you a question, a lot of the time it's to see how you will connect it to the job. How will you make mm-hmm. it relevant to the job? I know you haven't been a business intelligence analyst. However, your job at SAP when you were working on I don't know, data modeling, I'm sounding so smart right now, but I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, it, if you can if you can talk to me about databases and how you were quick to learn different
1: databases, I'm like, oh, well, mm-hmm. then you can do this. You can do this mm-hmm. job because it's all about databases. Like you have to try to grasp those transferable skills. Exactly. You don't necessarily have to work in that to be able to be good at something exactly. else. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I
0: noticed this week I had a lot
1: of mock interviews were at the end I'm like, so here's the
0: thing. Your your answer has the potential to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Where you missed out is you just you kind of just gave me one sentence. I'm. It's kind of like um, it's like maybe the worst uh, example. But if you're being you know investigated by a police officer, mm-hmm. they they stay quiet because they want you to fill in that extra room. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you to stop talking. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you don't need to go on for minutes and minutes. But um, if I ask you a question, you can you can develop the answer a little mm-hmm. bit more.
1: And it shows It shows like not only your thought process, but also, I guess the more you speak, the more of your personality exactly. is, is going forward. That's exactly. what you guys want to
2: know. That's what an employer wants to exactly. know. Who is this person?
0: Yeah, are you going to fit? Are you going to get along with your manager? I know who the manager is, and I know what kind of personality they mm-hmm. like. They like someone who speaks up with their ideas, for example. So yeah. um, I think, you know, to, to your point, Bilal, I think that, The students need to be more well confident. It's hard, you know. I know Mm -hmm. not everybody's confident, but confident the fact that if you're in the interview, there's a reason you're in the interview. You've already Mm -hmm. passed the step of we are interested in hearing from you. So now it's just your time to shine. Really. I see.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, what are some of your tips and tricks for creating a CV or a cover letter that um, can allow an applicant to stand out on paper? Mm. So we know, like in an interview, when you're you know, face to face, it's easy to maybe impress the recruiter more so than on paper. Exactly. What would you suggest? And, you know, the sad stat is, you know, recruiters
0: look at CVs for less than 10 seconds kind of thing and make a decision. So how do you stand out? So look, a lot of the CVs we see are pretty standard and that's fair because people are like, where did I get a template? And they kind of just have a simple template. (laughs) Um, for students who are maybe in like marketing or the type of career where you do you absolutely need to stand out and be creative, mm-hmm. I would recommend, quite literally having a template that might have a little bit of color or mm-hmm. some sort of personal branding, something that stands out. Like, oh, okay, you've used um, icons instead of you know headers for yeah. professional experience things like that. Um, overall, it's about making sure that the relevant message of why you're a fit for the position is clear and on the first page if you have more than Mm -hmm. one page obviously if you have just one page it's got to be in the first half so if you don't have any work experience but you have really interesting school project experience that Mm -hmm. should be first let's put that at the top first meaning you know uh You've got your header, you've got maybe summary of qualifications, and then go right into education. Mm -hmm. If you've worked on amazing internship, well, then maybe experience needs to be first. Look at the job description and look at the keywords that the company is asking for in terms of the the tasks that you're going to do and the qualifications they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And if you have those skills, you have to put them in your CV not a lie it's using their wording their terminology mm-hmm. to show what you're capable of doing so i think not enough people um, compare the job description to their actual cv and see is this actually highlighting what the person is looking mm-hmm. for with are trying recru- to make a
1: link with it exactly. so that's like the first thing that catches their eye exactly cuz like as a recruiter
0: <clears throat> excuse me not i don't always have the experience the technical experience let's say mm-hmm. um, a lot of recruiters are generalists in that you know, I would recruit for developers, marketers, finance folks, all kinds. So all I had was the job description. Mm -hmm. So if I'm seeing these keywords that I just remember having read,
1: like, oh, this feels like a fit. Let me send it to the hiring manager. Yeah. And I guess it also depends on their internal processes as well, because aren't there some companies who don't look at CVs on paper? Like they have like a database that can filter out for these keywords and you know i i remember seeing this in one of my classes i believe um where some recruiters just use like an online database and then they have like formulas and everything that can help them find yes. those cvs that are the most relevant that's a that's a good point so um a lot
0: of companies that can afford to have a uh applicant tracking system Mm -hmm. will have a database or you know like a CRM style thing like Salesforce where they can type keywords for the type of profile they're looking for and it'll bring up the CVs of people who have applied. Mm -hmm. Um, You're absolutely right and the same thing for LinkedIn like I used to only use LinkedIn I didn't look at CVs that were being sent Mm -hmm. in because I was trying to find passive candidates candidates who hadn't even applied for the job so Mm -hmm. I would do searches we call Boolean searches uh, to find those people.
1: So the keywords are important. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. And now, like, as a recruiter or former recruiter, mm-hmm. um, and how you said you joined LinkedIn, like, really in the early days, do you notice that a lot of recruiters are just using LinkedIn more and more? More oh, so than absolutely. CVs? Absolutely, and I've seen the
0: statistics. It's fun, and working at LinkedIn, it was all about stats, because mm-hmm. there was so much data. Um, most recruiters who work for a, a large enough organization that has a presence on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. um, they will use, they will use um, LinkedIn products, like Recruiter, to do searches, to find people, before looking at the CVs that are in their database, before looking at actual applicants. Um, And I know I'm generalizing, but just to give you a sense, um, uh, someone who is a passive candidate, so let's say, Miriam, I'm um, looking to hire someone in finance, I find you, you're already working. If I can woo you to come work for me, Mm -hmm. and this is, you know, statistically you're more likely to be loyal and stay longer than someone who was perhaps out of a job, looking to work, and then Mm -hmm. I hired you, you've you've applied, you may be looking for a better job later. You were, Mm -hmm. at the time, you accepted the job because you needed a job, and again, I am generalizing, Mm -hmm. but the numbers show that someone who you kind of take from another company is more likely to stay longer, do more research about the company because they're making a big decision. more likely to stay longer. so that makes sense absolutely because
1: you you, like let's say I'm the applicant like I find that added value in what you're proposing compared to where I'm currently working right exactly or someone who may just be like like you said open like like, I need a job this mm -hmm. sounds
0: okay I'll take it and Mm -hmm. so yes so recruiters who reach out to passive candidates they're using LinkedIn to do that because it's it's like a live, well, it is a live database. Mm-hmm. If I'm just running searches in my existing database, mm-hmm. that's a stale CV you could have applied three years ago. That's so that's true. why people, that's, that's really why recruiters use uh-huh. LinkedIn. Yeah.
1: And that also means that like, your online presence is extremely important because recruiters are not only looking at those who've applied. They're actually looking at everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Their network. And,
0: and for the people who've applied, they're going to also check your LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Every student that walks in here, I ask them about LinkedIn. I'm probably the one who does it the most, let's be real, because I work there. But um, I definitely think, like, what's your LinkedIn profile? Like, oh, do I need a profile? Yes, you need a profile mm-hmm. because you are quite literally missing out on opportunities where recruiters are only using LinkedIn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, it makes a recruiter's job so much easier. For sure. Um, Of course, there are thousands of companies that still take CVs, like, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's important for students to have both. Students and new grads are LinkedIn's fastest growing demographic, and they have been for the last five years. Okay.
2: Wow. I have a question. I know it's not part of our questions that we made, but it's just something on the spot. When you're looking at a CV, are you looking more for hard skills or soft skills? How much importance do you place on soft skills in relation to hard skills? Yeah,
0: good question. I think because on a piece of paper, it's easier to describe hard skills. Um, and because uh, a job description has that long list of hard skills, mm-hmm. I personally keep the soft skills for the interview. Because yeah. everyone can write good listener, team mm-hmm. player, adaptability. Let's be real. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually true. But you've written JavaScript. You've written you know, Python. Mm-hmm you're going to have to be pretty ballsy to just write it and not be able to back it up. So I tend to go with the hard skills for the CV screening Mm -hmm. and then the interview and which is often the first step is that HR or recruiter interview before Mm -hmm. you meet the hiring manager. That's the behavioral questions, the situational questions. And then we get a sense for the soft skills from there. Um, I do see a lot of um, students on their CVs for the, you know, at the top highlight of qualifications, a lot of soft skills. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to push them more towards, if you're going to do that, at least put half hard skills, half, mm-hmm. you know, soft skills. Because it's kind of like when you read a job description where the first seven lines of the role are just like fluff. You're like, yeah, yeah. You're like, well, of course I can do this. Yeah, you work in a yeah. fast-paced environment well with <laughs> yeah. others and you And you get to
1: the bottom and it's like, oh, shmire, shmire. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> so... Let's get to the actual goods, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I would say, well, probably the hard skills are, are what's going to jump out the most,
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially for a recruiter who's quite literally matching hard skills from yeah. the job description. It's like a
1: funneling method, too. Like if, you're, if you have been invited to an interview, you've, you've passed that hard skill. So you're, <clears> obviously you can do the job now it's just finding if you, you know, the right fit the right fit for exactly. the company the company culture
0: and exactly. all that exactly and if it's for a role that is highly technical mm-hmm. um you'll often be tested on that yeah. in, in an interview like for example a developer they'll probably be a coding exercise so mm-hmm. um but if i have a cv that has all the soft skills i'm looking for and none of the hard skills versus the reverse the hard skills person is going to come in because i can test the soft skills yeah i can't make you learn Python
1: and and then in in a day, you know, that's true. Yeah. So now coming back to a little bit what we mentioned before and how you were saying that students kind of struggle with having confidence during their interviews. Let's say you're a student and you see a job, um, a job (coughs) posting, but you know, you're not a hundred percent qualified for it. Would you suggest that (coughs) students apply? So here's the thing.
0: I don't think any employer expects to find someone with 100% of what they're looking for. If I find someone who is an exact match, Mm -hmm. I am worried that maybe you will leave in six months. You gotta learn some parts of the job, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, um, if you're good at everything, you might be, you're probably ready for your next level, your next step. So I tend to tell students, if you see a job where you feel like 70% of it Mm -hmm. is a good fit and you're interested in 70, like, yeah, this feels like a good match, Absolutely apply. Let let the um, company select you out or, or, or you know say that you don't have the job. Don't self-select mm-hmm. out or opt out of something without even knowing if you have a chance. Mm-hmm. Because there could be so many people who are like, I've got 80%, percent i I'll apply. I yeah. doubt you're up against 30 people with 100 percent of the skill. So I definitely think if someone is interested in the role, mm-hmm. they should apply. Worst case scenario, you don't get it. Yeah. You apply to another job. Mm-hmm. Like you'll why never you know if, yourself. Yeah. you'll never know if you were a fit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: yeah. All right. So now we'll go more into CMS. Huh. And uh, so if you can just speak a little bit about like what services does CMS offer for JMSB students, and what are the different opportunities. Um, that students can gain from looking into CMS.
0: Thanks for asking that. So we are four advisors here at uh, CMS, um, and we cover all JMSB students. We're three undergraduate advisors and one Mm -hmm. graduate advisor. So anything, you know, master's, uh, PhD, my Mm -hmm. colleague Bob handles. Then me, Mary, and Suzanne split up by uh, programs. So I mentioned Mm -hmm. that I do BTM, supply chain marketing, business administration and management Mm -hmm. and then uh, Suzanne handles students uh, who are in international business and finance and Mary handles human resources and accounting and the reason we split that is just honestly for for fairness it sounds like Mm -hmm. I have a lot more but I have less students as a result there my my programs have less students in them okay um and so we uh, work you know one-on-one with students around a, bit, a little bit of what I mentioned so let's say you you've taken some work we have workshops here like CV workshop mm-hmm. uh, LinkedIn session which I lead uh, by the okay. way so you, you know anyone who makes sense, to do LinkedIn, makes sense. <clears throat> I kind of swept in and took that over <laughs> um, as well as uh, we have tons of events so what's important to remember is we have hundreds of companies who want to hire JMSB students and they Mm -hmm. reach out directly to us and say, this is our job. We're posting it on your website. It's on connections Mm -hmm. that all students have access to in JMSB. So we have the job board, we have recruitment events. Uh, For example, uh, Air Canada is going to be coming and doing like a speed recruitment event or Mm -hmm. Keurig is coming tomorrow and they're also doing an information session. So you get to learn about different companies. that are working directly with the school who are looking for interns as well as full-time junior employees Um, we also have uh, the opportunity to do the mock interviews like I mentioned you can do Mm -hmm. that with your career advisor we also allow you to register online and we have a pretty big um, volunteer program here and we train our volunteers to be able to help out with the CVs with um, the workshops as well as the mock interviews and we also um, offer a service of getting business cards done. So oh. if you're doing a lot of networking and you're finishing up, you know, mm-hmm. you're graduating soon and you're going to start giving out your card and you feel your LinkedIn profile is uh, up to date, you can uh, get business cards done here. And it, I think it's something crazy, like $25 for like 100 cards or something. Okay. And we'll help walk you through it, show you how to do it. And then I believe it's... um printed and delivered the next day so just like there's so many services the next day oh my god okay don't quote me maybe maybe (laughs) maybe, like I know I'm full-on being quoted but um I believe it's pretty fast because we work through the Concordia print uh, service so that's something that's also available on Connections so there's events and career events and um, workshops tons tons of good stuff that, that we do and then of course uh, we have a larger team that helps us with the events, that helps mm-hmm. with um, connecting us with employers, um, and of course our director who who oversees all of it. But uh, that's the the gist of CMS. We're doing a lot of stuff. We've we've realized that a lot of students don't know we exist or they find out too late. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been seeing a lot of last semester, last yeah. class kind of students, which is okay, <laughs> at least they're coming, right? Yeah. Um, but what we decided to do starting uh, this year is We've gone to all the second year comms classes and done a little presentation on CMS mm-hmm. as well as specific program classes like um, second year BTM classes, mm-hmm. marketing, finance, and right. we're noticing an uptick in people coming to the LinkedIn session as yes.
1: well as coming to our um, our job search strategies workshop and our resume workshop. But I feel yeah. like CMS has done quite a good job at getting at becoming known because I remember I didn't know anything about CMS yeah. a while ago, and then it was just like I think I followed I liked the Facebook page or something, or I was getting emails okay. too, and some of them are very catered to like what I was looking for. Exactly, so, we really try to make sure that it is. Yeah. So that's really good news to hear. Yeah, because yeah. I believe I went to some event. I don't remember which one it was, but I went to an event, and I guess like I filled out the survey at the end. And so, like, ever since then, I get emails, like, for, I guess, relevant jobs that are related to that one. So it's really cool. It shows that, you know, you're utilizing the information students give to then give back to them. And that's good for students to hear that we don't spam. We only send you relevant messages. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That is true. Yeah.
2: Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, I just I just find that in really cool that these are all services that you guys offer for free to students for free. And these yeah. are and like you were talking about the importance of LinkedIn, the importance of you know having a good resume and stuff. And this is extremely crucial, especially now. It's so competitive, and how are you gonna stand mm, out? Get
1: that edge. Yeah, how
2: are you gonna get that edge over somebody else or from the other uh, McGill or <laughs> UDM students? It's by having access to different services that exactly. makes. Mm-hmm it's going to give you that extra get yeah. your dream job that you want. And you know, people would pay
1: people would pay for oh, these services. Yeah. I
0: know? mean that's I was a consultant doing all of this mm-hmm. on the side before I joined Concordia and I'm like, yeah, it feels nice to get to give back to my alma mater and to help students. Mm-hmm. I was in that seat mm, 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> 15 years ago, but I okay. didn't have access or, or I didn't know I had access to mm-hmm. the to the services mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah.
2: So my just to finish up uh, working students find cms
0: uh good questions because we also we often joke around people can't quite literally physically find us mm-hmm. so we're on we're in the molson building when you get out of the elevators on the fourth floor you take a quick right and then there's our front uh, front desk and claudio who's our amazing um i guess the face of cms he um can help you with regards to booking any appointments um but you we do ask students do um the resume workshop and our job search strategies workshop
2: that mm-hmm. is on
0: Connections, pretty easy to find when you just click on, you know, events or workshops. Mm-hmm. Um, once you've done those two, you have access to your career advisor. Um, you can find our information also on the About Us page for JMSB CMS. Literally a Google search of About Us JMSB mm-hmm. CMS <laughs> should, should get be within the first three uh, hits. Um, our emails are all listed there as well. Uh, the majors that we work with are listed there as well. And just uh, just to mention is that we' we're, we're also on Facebook and LinkedIn, mm-hmm. John Molson uh, Career Management Services. And I just want to mention that all students have access to all the online resources for their lifetime. And when you uh, in terms of a career advisor, you have mm-hmm. access to your career advisor up to one year after you graduate. Oh, nice. And then after that, we would work out a little something, um, you know, maybe uh, to to give back to Mm -hmm. to CMS, but uh, you do have access to this forever, which
2: is really great. So even people who are graduated, if it's still within the span of a year, they can still have access to all these, faci- the all these resources. Yes. If it's within
0: 30 years, you have access to everything that's an online resource. It's the one year is for a career advisor, like a physical meetup. Oh, wow. So yeah. people,
1: even graduates can look at the yeah. job postings. Yeah,
0: and the graduates and the... get the e-news that we send out on Fridays. Um, a lot of the companies that work with us are looking for alumni, and they'll put mm-hmm. that in the job uh, description as well. So it's, yeah. it's just great. That's it's really that's great. That's
1: really cool. Yeah. yeah all right well thank you so much maya thank you thank you both of you this was a lot of fun yes it it was it was thank you so much thank you thank you everyone for listening to this episode of jmps be sure to look into cms and all that it has to offer and stay tuned for so much more